Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're ready to create a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, Master Coach Instructor, Molly Claire. Hey, everyone. Okay, I am so excited about this interview with Everett. Say hello, Everett. Hello. (laughs) Everett was such an important piece of my journey in building my coaching business because he helped me publish my book, helped me to make it a bestseller. Yeah, he's got that right there in his hands, the happy mom mindset. But mine's the special collector's edition. Mine has no bestseller seal on it. This was before. So I could say I knew you went. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) One of the originals. Right. Of course, Everett, as you know, when I first started coaching, that I was working with moms who are overwhelmed, falling into perfectionist traps, worried about their kids. I just remember when I connected with you, feeling so excited about being able to package my message and my coaching in a new way. And so anyway, Everett has been a really big part of my coaching journey, and I've seen him be a huge influence and help to other coaches on their journey too. So I wanted to have you here, Everett. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited because, well, first, I just always enjoy talking with you anytime. So this so is fun. this is really a treat. Well, thank you. It's mutual. We love having you in the mastermind and everything. So good. It's so great when you find those really powerful connections that you know will be a part of your business for a while, right? Yay. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. You were saying that. Uh, oh, no, this is this is uh, fantastic. I'm just grateful for the opportunity and uh, excited just what we're going to talk about today with the publishing and yes, uh, coaches getting their message out in one of the most incredible, powerful and durable ways they possibly can. Yes. Yes. Because right now, I think, you know, there's so much going on digitally and obviously you help people with digital books. But there is something timeless about a book, right? A hard copy, like whether it's paperback or right hardcover, but like a copy of something you can have in your hands that is a packaged message that is just, I don't know, it's different to me. You know, and it's interesting because, you know, there was a time when ebooks first came out and they said, oh, print is dead, print is dead, print is dead. And you've seen that in lots of other media, right? Magazines and, and newspapers and things like that. But ebooks had this, this meteoric rise. But last year, the, like there was this resurgent in audio and physical books. So it was very, very interesting, even in the midst of the pandemic or maybe because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so the great thing is, is for anyone who wants to do a book, it's not an either or decision anyway. It's an and thing. Your book yes. is going to be in all these formats. So yes. fantastic. Yeah. But you are you are right. There is nothing like a book for yeah. honestly, for authority, for yeah. credibility. Yes, okay. yes. Okay, so coaches, we have so much to talk about, but I feel like I got ahead of myself a little bit, but I have Everett here and Everett is the founder of Ignite Press, yes? That's correct. Yes, and what Everett does is he works with people, coaches and other consultants, professionals to be able to put their message in book form and to really make it powerful by helping it to become a bestseller and to help them to use it as 
not only a way to package their message, but get it out there and create that authority. And so he's just a really great person to hear from today. I want to talk with Everett a little bit about the process of how he does this. Also talking about the power in having a book, because I know all of you coaches listening, there are so many ways you can get your message out there. And there often is the question, do I do a podcast? Do I write a book? Do I do this? What do I do and where do I start? And so my hope is that as you hear from Everett today, that if a book is in your near future, that you will feel that and be inspired because I know that was my experience when I first had the idea. So sit back and enjoy hearing all about this because I think it's going to be great. You're going to love this. Here we go. (laughs) All right. So Everett, I want to know, because I know you're very passionate about books. I am for certain. And why, what is it that, that uh, made you choose this field specifically? Okay, so um, I was the uh, I was a prodigal prodigal child of of English uh, lit. So I did uh, I did my degree uh, undergrad in English lit, and I actually was working on a master's degree in English lit when I got sucked into the business world and full time work mm-hmm. and family and all of those things, and left that behind, and never thought I would come back to the world of English literature or publishing or writing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in about 2006, I started a marketing company called the solution machine with a friend of mine. And uh, we were exploring all sorts of methods for marketing and we kind of came back around to books and uh, it took us a while. It was a bit of a journey, but we published our first book in 2013 yeah, as a proof of concept, like it, we really did it about video marketing because that was something we could rapidly create a book about, but it was really a, just a proof of concept about how can we rapidly create a book that will provide authority and credibility and exposure for the business mm-hmm. um, and launch that book and be, make it an Amazon number one bestseller. Mm-hmm. And so we did with a book called The Video Tractor Beam. Um, not a great book. Uh, like in the sense that if you read it now, and I don't recommend you do it, you know, I read it now and I just kind of cringe. It's super basic uh, and all of that, but it accomplished everything we set out to accomplish. It mm. gave us exposure. It gave us credibility. It brought us our first five digit contracts. It, it did everything it, it needed to do. Yeah, And it yeah. became a number one bestseller on Amazon and beat out John Maybe. Maxwell and a bunch of other famous authors. So it was like, wow. And, and we just kind of felt, you know, it feels like we've got ca- captured lightning in a bottle. Yeah. We're, yeah. And that's when we decided, exactly. hey, that's it. We've got lightning in a bottle for us. Why can't we make lightning in a bottle for our clients? Yes. So Ignite Press was born. And you know what I love about this is, you know, my audience typically is coaches who really are passionate about their message and their purpose. And they're not just here to make money or like, not that making money is a bad thing. I think making a money is a very good thing. I think it allows us to make a big impact on the world, but you know, our message is really, and in the coaching collective is very heart centered, very, make sure you're in alignment, make sure that you're doing things that you believe in. And I know just from working with you, and it's clear from talking to you here that you do that, you believe in this and Uh, Something I remember when you and I were working together is you want to make sure that you are behind whatever the content is being delivered. You're not just going to put out any book. 
not that you have to agree with every opinion the author has, but you're not going to but like help print a book that is in direct opposition to something you believe from your heart. That's uh, that's absolutely true. And we've had to turn down some books that might have otherwise been great books uh, and that came from really influential referral sources. Yeah. Because they really just didn't really, they didn't line up with, with the type of book that we want to publish. Yeah. Yeah. That's been hard at times. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. But for you, that's so important. I think everyone can imagine as, co- as coaches and consultants, if they're working with somebody whose values are in opposition to their own, mm-hmm. that's very difficult. That just sets up a tension that makes it so that do you really want, like, how do you feel when you go to work each day? How do you feel when you leave work each day? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're not really in alignment, if you're not working in alignment, then you're just causing a lot of stress and anxiety and probably yes. a crash. Yes, absolutely. Well, and even I think about like in our team and as, you know, coaches, like in my audience, when you hire a VA or you expand your team, I think having aligned values with your team is so important. Um, like you said it, otherwise it can cause kind of that friction. And, and I think that also, I think back to when we were publishing my book and I could feel your enthusiasm and excitement because when you're in it and excited, that energy that we create together is really what propels the book forward, I think. Well, and the happy mom mindset was fantastic. I mean, uh, everything, everything about it, it was easy to get behind, you know, easy to get behind that book, Molly. Well, thank you. I, I will admit that recently life shifted drastically for me over the last couple of years with my expanding blended family. And I found myself falling into old traps without realizing it. And I spent a weekend reading my book and thinking, wow, what a brilliant author. Like I need to learn from this person. So isn't it funny how we can learn from ourselves even as we write these books? Well, and isn't that interesting? Because by putting it in a book, it's almost as if someone else is telling you these things. Yes. And you're like, who, who was this person? What version of me wrote this? Yes. Right. It is a kick to come back at it afterwards. And it's weird. You can learn from yourself by reading what you wrote. Yes. Yes. It's, it's really a lot of fun. So anyway, I just, I love that about you because that's definitely, I, I know with my coaches and those of you listening, when you're out of alignment or something isn't really um, clicking with you in your business or you're doing what you think you should do in your business, even though you really know it's not right. It just causes a lot of unnecessary drama and stalls in our business. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, okay. Love it. So I wanted to ask you also specific to coaches, what have you seen when you work with a coach to publish their book? What impact does that have on them and their business that you've seen? Yeah. So Books are a unique thing. Okay. First, we need to recognize that they have a way of communicating to people that we really just don't have through other media. I encourage my authors to read when they're on an interview to read a brief section from their book. And there's a reason there. So this is the meta teaching mm-hmm. is not only do you share the content from the book, but people go, Hey, that's a pretty good book. I, maybe I need to get that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is one of yeah. the little tips we give to all of our authors and therefore to your readers. But I've got a section in my book, The Power of the Published, talking about the silver bullet, that publishing a book is the closest thing to a silver bullet for your business. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's no true one size fits all like 
marketing thing you yes. typically can create that's yeah. going to solve all your problems and be useful today and useful 10 years from now, you know, or something like that. But a book literally comes the closest to it because you create it today, you leverage it today, and it'll be with you for a lifetime. It provides credibility mm -hmm. and exposure for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. 20, 30 years from now, you can look back and you'll be like, yeah, that's my book. I wrote that book. And if Amazon is still around in 20 or 30 years, which probably will be. It's looking um, pretty good for them. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll still be there. But so I've got this is in, and I won't go through this whole list because it's nuts all the ways a book helps. Mm -hmm. But I wrote here on in my book, think of all the ways a book can help you. A book can provide instant authority by establishing you as an expert in your field, help qualify you for speaking and media opportunities, provide long deserved recognition for your work in your industry place you among an elite group of people who have authored a book, eliminate competition, provide the ultimate stick method to help customers remain customers, mm. become a durable marketing tool to continually reinforce your credentials and expertise, provide valuable social proof that, uh, that you know what you're talking about, serve as an influential whisperer that provides advice to your prospects and clients. Mm. And it goes on and on. That influential whisperer that I just mentioned mm -hmm. is, I think, one of my favorite things. What can you send your clients home with that they will consume right before they go to bed? Mm -hmm. What can you provide to them that they'll actually pay attention to? Like mm -hmm. they may watch a video of yours for 10 minutes, 20 minutes if you're lucky, right? But a book they'll sit down and read. And while they're doing it, it's like you're whispering, in there, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. You're whispering your wisdom into their brain. Yes. Um, and there's also this thing about a book that isn't true with a movie. And you guys have seen it. Like Molly, what's your favorite fiction book or, oh. or, or just a, one you've loved over the years? I'm such a health self-help nut that right okay. when you say that, I'm like, I can't even think of a fiction book that I've read okay. recently at all. <laughs> okay. But, but think back, think back. Did you, did you ever yeah. read like the Hobbit or any of the Harry Potter stuff or Twilight or, you know, yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah. I, rem I remember as a child reading the secret garden, you know, that was oh, then like a musical. Perfect. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Perfect. So in the secret garden, right in your mind, you develop this picture of that garden, mm -hmm. right? You develop this picture of the sounds and the feels of it. And then when you see something like that in a movie, you're like, I didn't get that right. Right. Like, I mean, that's pretty good. But they didn't get that quite right. And, and that's because in your mind, you're co-creating with the writer, mm, yeah. right? You're, you're filling in these details. And so when your clients read your book, they are co-creating with you. They are filling in the details. And if you're mm -hmm. telling a story about some experience you've had with a client or something, they are, they're there with you mm. and people support what they create. Yeah. So if people are creating, co-creating with you in this book, it's just resonating. It's almost like they mm -hmm. are coming along you. And when you give wisdom to them, they're right there behind behind that validating that wisdom rather than yeah. resisting it. Yes. You know, rather than being suspicious, I'm trying to be sold. They're instead going, oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. And I'm with you for hours as I read this book. Yes. So um so that's kind of a long 
explanation oh of, of why books are so powerful. Yeah. Um, oh, this, so, this makes me want to extend this to like a two hour interview. I have so many things to say. This isn't four hours. I thought, I thought, because <laughs> I, I had something really good for the third hour. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I, but I, but, uh, there is a story I would love to share. Um, yeah. Because yeah. you asked so what impact. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my authors, um, and we'll call her Cindy, I can't use her real name, called me up and she was, uh, she had been working on a manuscript and she was going to be speaking at a conference in, I think, Dubai. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, let me back up. She was attending a conference in Dubai. Okay. okay. Not speaking, just attending. And she said, you know, Everett, I would really love to have this book in my hand so that I could hand it to a few influential people at that conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had kind of a tight deadline. We were able to work it out. She got on the airplane with, you know, five or 10 copies of her book. She lands in Dubai. And on the uh, the night before the conference, she bumps into a couple people and she hands them her book. Mm-hmm. Um, the first day of the conference, she hands people her book. That next night, she's walking through the lobby and she sees one of those people sitting there reading her book. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and I think on the second day of the conference, um, a couple of those people that she'd given the books to approached her mm-hmm. and those resulted in very profitable contracts for her. Mm-hmm. And shortly after the conference, she was invited to contribute to a textbook by other uh, experts in her industry. Mm-hmm. And the following year, she went back as a sponsored speaker at mm. that same conference. Amazing. Um, because of the book. I mean, the yeah. book, the book gave her these paid contracts. It put her as a speaker on an international stage and yeah. it put her in a textbook along Amazing. other thought leaders in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, that's, you know, I mean, Cindy looks back at that as a really pivotal moment Yeah, yeah. Um, as a result. So these are the types of things that happen. You know, I mean, and as, as you're telling this story, I think where my brain is going is this is one of millions of stories, like so many ways, because as you were talking before that about kind of, you know, this whisper into our clients' brains, I was thinking about one of the things I always say to my coaches is you become the voice inside your client's brain. So make sure that you're a good voice. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. (laughs) It's like, if we're a coach who's like really harsh or critical, guess what our client's going to start hearing in their own brain, right? And so I do think there's, there is so much truth to that. And as you were talking about them having that book and co-creating, I know for me, I was imagining, which I never thought about this before, but certainly as they're thinking through some of the examples and concepts I'm giving them as they work, you know, with their kids, they're imagining actual situations with their kids and applying it in their brain. And that never occurred to me until you said that, but I can see how it becomes so personal and that co-creation. Yeah. Uh, It's intimate. Yes. Yes. It is. It is intimate. It is probably the most intimate media Mm -hmm. other than you sitting there holding their hand, having Mm -hmm. a discussion. Mm -hmm. And, and honestly, sometimes it's more intimate because. Yeah. When that discussion is happening, a lot of times people are putting up objections, right? There, it's that whole yes. thing of, well, what am I going to say next in response to what this person does? Yes. It's right? almost like a book is so much less, it's like non threatening. It's it. Defenses, yeah. defenses are down. 
Yeah. And you get to pour into your client's mind and their soul, really. Yes. You know, the other thing, because I was thinking in relation to my coaches who are listening to this, that you all know that when you speak your message to people, people hear that you get them, that you understand them. And I've been reading a book recently that I feel like I understand myself. And I feel like as I'm reading what this author is saying, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this person knows me. I feel intimately connected with this author because her message resonates with me. And I think that has the same potential for, you know, obviously all of my coaches listening if a book is in their future. And the other thing I wanted to say, just kind of speaking to the difference it makes, I think back to when I published my book and I absolutely felt I instantly had more credibility with anyone who talked to me. I had more confidence. I had something solid that I could share even for people who would never possibly work with me again. You know, this is something I tell my coaches when they're, you know, wanting help on how to do a consultation call. And, you know, my personal view on it is if I'm talking with someone, I am obviously selling them on the value they can get out of working with me because I want what's best for them. And I also am not a, I don't believe I'm the only answer for everyone at all. And I've had people come to me before who say, you know, financially, the timing is not right for them. And I respect that. But what I've said to, or, you know, at the time, what I would say in relation to my book, because that was exactly what they were coming to me for, I would tell them, go buy this book on Amazon, get the workbook, and I want you to use it as if you are paying me top dollar, get the most out of it you can. And that was for me, a very powerful thing because I know that even if they're not going to continue working with me, I can help them change their life. I can help them make a commitment to themselves and use what I've put out there. And then other people, it is the right time for them to work with me. And so it just kind of releases that sort of that pressure or, you know, whatever it is that can make the sales process so picky. When you're uh, desperate. (laughs) Absolutely right. So with my book, The Power of the Published, the reason I wrote that specific book was to show people all the ways that a book can benefit them. And there are a a gazillion that people never think of. And easy strategies to write a book, okay? And a discussion of different publishing options like hybrid publishing versus self-publishing versus traditional. Mm -hmm. And when I have my first call with a prospect, the first thing I do when I get done is I sign a book and I send it to them. And by the time I have another conversation with them or another email exchange or whatever, they have my book in their hand. Mm-hmm. And I hear over and over from them. Uh, they'll be like, oh yeah, I, I read your book. Or, oh yeah, I heard, I read that. I saw that in your book and uh, blah, blah, blah. And what it does is it makes those clients far more disposed to engage with me. They're more educated about me. They understand mm-hmm. me and get me better. Yes. Um, they understand our process. And so a book in the hands of your, you know, for, mm-hmm. for your listeners, mm-hmm. if they have a book that they can provide to clients, it will convert clients way faster. It will convert higher value clients as well. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of people find that when they publish their book, they pretty immediately also increase their fee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many different ways, but that's, yeah, yeah. We, we see it over and over. Yeah. 
And I think all my listeners, I know you're listening. And if you're wondering if I'm trying to convince you or he's trying to convince you, you should write a book. I'm just going to be honest. I think you should all write a book. (laughs) There's no question in my mind. I don't know what timing is right, but genuinely, like I know all of you that are listening here have a message. You have something you care about. And I just think it's, it's an unmatched experience. But kind of going back, Everett, to what I was saying about, you know, not everyone's right to work with me. One of the things I also love about you, Everett, and as I've sent people to you that I always tell them, I say, talk to Everett. He's going to tell you honestly if he's the right person for you to work with or if there's someone else that's better suited to your needs. So I would love to hear you speak to that and, and specifically how you do help people. Sure. So first, the people that we work with are are the we only publish nonfiction books. They are typically for expert positioning purposes. So uh, the clients are they are coaches, they are speakers, they are business professionals, thought leaders. Also, we have a fair amount uh, that are pastors of churches and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the directors of nonprofit organizations. But they're writing the book to get their message out. And their first goal is not royalties. Their first goal is the sharing of their message. Mm-hmm. And the and the impact that the book can have within their brand, mm, and they yeah. and they understand that. Uh, yeah. You know, you and I know Molly that even very successful authors don't make their main money on royalties; they make right. it on rights and speaking and other other opportunities. Yeah. Um, so those people are that's that's really um, important. And so for me, you know, I want to look at the message that they're bringing. And see if it's a message that does resonate with us, that that Mm -hmm. is something that we can get behind. And if it's not, I will have a resource for them. You know, I I absolutely will. I have, I run a mastermind group of other publishers and I know exactly who I can go. You know what? This one's really not right for us, but I think it's right for Mm. this other uh, organization. Yeah. And And I'm happy to do that. I mean, there are some messages out there that are important messages that need mm-hmm. to be out there. And yeah. I'm not going to block them from coming, even if there were not necessarily ones that, you know, that I will resonate with. Yeah. Um, I'll find someone for them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. As far as what we do, uh, you, that was the second part of your question, is we're a hybrid publisher. So we sit in between self-publishing and traditional publishing, and we'd like to think we're the best of both worlds. Traditional publishing has so many pitfalls, two of the most important of, of which are they typically will red light, not green light projects. Um, mm-hmm. it, they will only accept a very small number of projects each year. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when your book is accepted, it may be two plus years before it sees the light of day. And most of my clients would like to see their book going to work for them next quarter, not you know, two or three years down the road. Right. And, and for us, it really is normally next quarter. I mean, we typically it's a 90 to 120 day process with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyhow, we'll take it. We will, if a client already has a manuscript, we will take that manuscript um, and we will carry it through the entire publishing uh, process. We will mm-hmm. provide copy editing. We will provide layout, cover design, as you remember, when we did your cover contest for the mm-hmm. Happy Mom Mindset, and we have a blast with that process, don't we? Oh, in fact, yeah. 
In fact, I think is is this an appropriate place for us to let them know that you just did another cover contest? Yeah, I know. I was going to mention that that you're kind of let my daughter's like uh, maybe your youngest consultant coach that's publishing with you. Absolutely. So for the for the listeners, Molly's daughter has written a book, and we have just completed the cover contest for it, and it is phenomenal. I love it. We have this cute picture of uh, Daisy on the front of it. And anyway, so we bring up the cover because the the contest, we actually crowdsource cover creation. Mm -hmm. So rather than me having an in-house artist give you two or three versions of a book and you having to just live with those, um, we crowdsource this with a cover contest and our authors will probably get 100 to 200 variations to choose Mm -hmm. from. And it's just... It's a lot of fun. I remember when we did my cover contest that it was like when the cover came up that I ended up choosing, it was almost like it was meant to be my cover. It was like, couldn't have been more. You hear the angels. (laughs) And then, yeah, with doing Daisy's contest, because we just finished her cover contest a couple of weeks ago and the designs coming in were so much fun. My daughter had a blast with it. And Chris on your team was so amazing. She was so, she's so warm and kind and connecting. And she just really, Daisy felt so valued as an author and like as the, you know, leader of her project, which was amazing. Yeah. And she had a blast. I mean, she shared it with her friends and teachers at school. I think she had like almost 400 people vote on her cover. Okay. (laughs) That's a record. That's a record, by the way. For for you listening or watching, when we do a, a contest, we always recommend like we'll, we'll help narrow down to the top three to five designs and have you pull your audience. Yeah. And, and the reason we do this is yes, the feedback is nice, mm-hmm. but it's again, goes back to people support what they create. Yeah. So if you are letting your audience create with you, they're more likely to buy your book, support your launch, all of that. 400 is off the charts. I mean, that's not even close. I, I'm not sure that we've run a poll that had more than a hundred uh, responses. Oh, wow. And, so and it, it may not quite be that high, but it was definitely at, at least it's, like around 300. And it's and the record. Chris said, we want to get at least 50 people voting. And then like, after I think like an hour, I was like, well, we hit we that. Got so- <laughs> I love it. Um, so uh, the cover process is obviously an important process. And in traditional publishing, a part of the process that you may have zero control over. In traditional publishing, you might not even have control over your title. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing. So with our, with our clients, we take care of the editing, the layout, the cover design, and, pub- and then publishing. And we, we publish uh, our clients' books so that they appear on all of the major online outlets. So your book appears on... It's on Amazon, it's on barnesandnoble.com, walmart.com, Apple iBooks, Google Books, and then even in apps like Scribe and Overdrive, it's available for libraries to order, it's available for bookstore, bookstores to order, all of that. Uh, and we do that in such a way so that you get all the royalties, you get your books at cost, um, we don't upcharge any of those. And when I say at cost, it's print on demand, um, mm-hmm. which is eighth wonder of the world for anyone considering publishing. It's it's amazing. It's the best. So print on demand is awesome. Amazon does not warehouse your book. 
they only hold your files. So when someone orders your book, within 24 hours, they print that one copy of the book and send it. It's incredible and it's affordable. Mm -hmm. And it also means that for my authors, I don't visit their house 10 years from now and find that they still have a pallet of books in their garage that have been eaten by termites because they had to buy so many copies of their book, you know, to get their book out initially. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Instead, you can order books in quantities of one and for often under $3 a book. It's astounding. And then for those people who are speakers, you can have your books drop shipped to Mm -hmm. meet you at your speaking destination. So you're not stuffing books into a suitcase Mm -hmm. or your trunk. If you have key clients that you're working with, boom, they can have, here's here's Mm -hmm. however many books. As you know, Molly, we do a bestseller launch. And uh, for listeners, that is where we're creating the singular sales spike on Amazon so that for a period of time, your book is the number one book in one or more categories on Amazon. And I cannot tell you how powerful that is Mm -hmm. in in several different ways. Mm -hmm. When we did um, our first book, The Video Tractor Beam, I watched that book go up the chart to the point where, yeah, it was beating out John Maxwell. It was beating out Malcolm Gladwell. It was beating out Andy Andrews, another one of my favorite authors. It was the number one book in entrepreneurship. It was the number one book in small business marketing. That had impact in a really unusual way. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, it, it added to my credibility, but I've got to tell you, it also added to my internal posture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never expected that. That mm-hmm. was the truly unexpected thing was suddenly going, wait, for a time, for a moment, for a few mm-hmm. hours or days or weeks, I was out selling my favorite authors. Mm, I was out selling the most influential people in the space. And it makes a difference. It makes a difference yeah. in how you approach your clients. And yes. And and I don't think any of us ever set out to do a book to increase our own confidence, but I'll tell you, it does. It, it does. It's <laughs> like um. It's almost like this new opening as to what you're really capable of creating in the world. That's it. It's like, I did that. Whoa. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If I did that, what else can I do? I agree. I think it's, it's very powerful for that internal confidence. It, it was funny. In, in, in The Power of the Published, I tell the story of that. And I tell about how exciting and how much impact that had. And I talk about how I became a a private pilot years ago and how that really was incredible that I accomplished that and, and what that did for my internal confidence. Yeah. But the book a million times, a million times yeah. more. Yeah. It's <laughs> the best. I, I love my book and I'm so excited for my daughter to have her book. Oh, so, and that's I know going to be a, a Molly, a life oh. changer for her. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's so be. those of you listening, it's her book is A Kid's Guide to Divorce and Life After. And she's written her story and she's writing from a kid's perspective for kids. It's just, uh, I'm so excited for her to have that for about a million reasons. So we won't get into that today, but I think I'm going to interview her on the podcast, actually. So oh. that will be fun, too. <laughs> so, um, I would love to just briefly, you know, one of the people things people are really intimidated about is the writing. Yes. Right? Yeah, the writing. Yeah. So I, I'd like to take a little heat off of people with uh, with that. Is there are writing methods that are not, you know, these huge mountains that you have to climb. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the ones I love is is just write down the frequently asked questions mm-hmm. of your industry mm-hmm. um, or of your practice. Mm-hmm. Write down the questions that people ask you the most. These are the questions that you already have the answers to. You, mm-hmm. it's on the top of your head. Grab your phone, use the voice recorder app or Rev, uh, another great tool, and just answer those questions. Mm-hmm. You know, just answer those questions. Spend three to five minutes on each one. Okay, if you have written down twenty questions and you mm-hmm. spend three to five minutes dictating on each one, mm-hmm. you have your manuscript. You have the mm-hmm. core of your manuscript. Um, I've seen some really great books created this way. It's a fantastic way for people to create their first book. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it's great. And then using Rev, if you, you do this in rev.com, mm-hmm. you can actually have that transcription back within, I think, hours. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I've even used minutes. them for other things. It's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Rev, I think, does it with people that are transcribing mm-hmm. and they maybe charge a dollar a minute or something mm-hmm. like that. I can't quite remember. Or you can use otter.ai, which is an AI transcription, mm-hmm. and that'll be back like almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be intimidated about creating your manuscript. There are yeah. ways. It yeah. doesn't require you to go like sit at Walden Pond and in a cabin for six months and, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, for, forego people and grooming, you know, in order to write right. your book. <laughs> you <know? laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Well, and, you know, as you're talking, because in the coaching collective, we help one of the things we do with our clients is help them to really create a unique program for their clients that takes, you know, the knowledge and what they do and really personalize it, not only with their clients' unique needs, but their unique personality. And honestly, that program we help them create is the backbone of their book. That's what my book was. It was a program I created online and then I turned it into a book. So it's a lot easier than, than we think. Yeah. yeah in, in fact, I would say if you have a course, you have a book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. and if you have a book, you have a course. You know, they they feed they feed each other. Yeah. So yeah. Really fantastic. Okay. So um my hope is all of you listening are going to talk with Everett. I and mean, we're gonna have in the show notes your offering, which we'll talk about in a minute. But but as I said before, any of you that are interested at all in this, I would talk with Everett because he's gonna tell you if he's right for you. He'll talk, be honest about timing, all of that stuff. And so if there's any interest, I think that's the best thing to do. But I do want to ask you, um, Everett here, for those listening who are wondering, like, how do I know if I'm ready or if I want to do this, but maybe I'm new in my business or, you know, I'm not sure about timing. What would you say to them? What's your advice or thoughts on that? I, this perhaps is going to come across as very self-serving, but um it doesn't change the fact that it's true. Okay. If you are in the, in the kind of the inception stage of your business, mm-hmm. there is nothing you will do that will catapult or accelerate your business faster than having a book. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have all the answers. I mean, none of us do and, and ever will. And neither does your book have to be the next masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have time to write your masterpiece later if you'd like mm-hmm. to. Okay. Mm-hmm. This first book is a book that's designed to help expand um, and, and deepen your message, get it to more people and to improve your business. And you can't do that soon enough. 
as far right. as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. So as far as is there a stage, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, if I were going to be opening a cookie business tomorrow and I don't really know anything about cookies, I'd find a way to write a book about cookies. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I would, you know, gather the information from other sources or interview experts on cookies and I would do it. Mm -hmm. um, and I would be immediately regarded as an expert on cookies simply because mm -hmm. I put a book out. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine wrote a book about pit bulls back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. when, uh, and he did it as a lead capture tool. He just wanted to, he wanted to sell some product about, I don't know if he was selling leashes or whatever online. So he wrote a book about pit bulls and a newspaper reporter called him at some point and said, Hey, did you hear about that attack with this pit bull? And, mm -hmm. you know, I'd like to interview you. And he's like, I'm no expert on pit bulls, but I know this veterinarian up the road, you should probably talk to him. Mm -hmm. And the reporter said, no, you don't understand. You wrote the book on pit bulls. I want to interview you. Yeah. yeah. He didn't know. He had no great expertise. That's how rapidly people are regarded as experts simply because mm -hmm. they published a book. Yeah. And, and, and that doesn't mean publish a bad book. Right, but right. <laughs> it, but it, it, means, it means that you need to understand it doesn't need to be your opus. This is not mm -hmm. your, it doesn't have to be your legacy piece. This is the best marketing tool you'll ever create for your business. And it's the one you'll still be using 10 years from now. You won't be using your web, the same website 10 years from now. You won't be using the same emails or the same videos or even the same headshot. Mm -hmm. You'll still be using the same book mm -hmm. 10 years mm -hmm. from now, or you'll improve it and do another edition. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I know like with my book, The Happy Mom Mindset, I mean, I use it. I, I work with coaches building their businesses, and yet I use concepts in that book all the time. I use it for things in their personal life. I use it for the translation in their business life. Because the concepts in there, while personalized, are so universal that even now, though that's not my focus, it's one of my best powerful coaching tools that I use with my clients. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, there was another thing that was coming to mind, and I totally forgot it. So we'll skip. We'll skip okay. that one. <laughs> okay. Well, I was the other thing I was going to mention, and then I do want to have you um, tell people where they can find you. But I'm going to be interviewing. Sharon on the podcast soon. Fantastic. So, yes. Sharon is, uh, she's been on the podcast before as well, but she's one of our mentors in our mastermind. And we had Everett come speak to our mastermind and talked about publishing. And Sharon knew that it was for her. And that was her project. I remember still when she planned out writing her book, we do our quarterly planning workshop. And she, I don't know if you knew this, she had all these like organized post-it notes by color watching her create that book was such a powerful thing. And then watching it come to fruition and become a bestseller and where she is now in her business has been like fantastic to watch that transformation with her. Wonderful. So Sharon's book, Tired Yet Wired, we published and launched that book and it became a number one bestselling book in I don't remember how many categories on Amazon, mm -hmm. but absolutely fantastic. And what I love is then watching our authors leverage their books. Yes. Right. Yes. That is mm -hmm. continue to leverage their books. And it's that silver bullet over and mm -hmm. over again. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. So, well, this has been so great. Thank you so much. And tell everyone about your, your book that you want to offer that we'll have the link in the show notes and also where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So the book that I was referring to, The Power of the Published, I'm giving Molly a link so that you can all get a 
free copy of the book, the digital version. You can get that. And trust me, I think that you'll find this useful because not only will it share how many different ways books are powerful and what they can do for your business, it also shares several different writing strategies to easily and quickly Mm -hmm. write a book Mm -hmm. and has an in-depth discussion of different publishing options. Mm, Um, Yeah. that's important because you want to have control over your book and own your rights and all of that. And, and so that's very important. And so there's that. And then if you just want to have a discussion, uh, we offer a free book consultation through our website. If you go to ignitepress.us, not .com, ignitepress.us, mm-hmm. um, you'll see there that you can schedule a call for me. Uh, and You'll have direct access to my calendar. You can pick the time that works for you and we'll be talking about your book shortly. Awesome. Awesome. And I want to quickly highlight one of the things you mentioned that's in the book, which is those easy writing strategies, because I think that was one of the things I really appreciated about working with you is it's so easy to feel a lot of pressure and think things are harder than they need to be. And I feel like you really have a gift for kind of like you said, with recording for Rev, right? Like, and having them transcribe, like, here are some things that are just like this one little baby step that can be something amazing. So I think that piece right there, my listeners, would be a really valuable thing for you to get from that book. So yeah, um, and 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 by the way, everyone has different ways they may want to do a book, and if those uh, kind of rapid writing strategies aren't what you want, I have some phenomenal book coaches that I can connect you to as mm. well. Yeah, and then we have, and then we have some people who are like. I really don't want to write. Um, I would like a ghostwriter. And I've got some really great ghostwriters mm. uh, that we can connect people to as well. So, you know, some people already have a manuscript and they've been working on it and it needs to see the light of day. Yeah. And, um, and others need to begin. But the most important thing is get it out there. I mean, yeah. my, very, my first publishing client had been working on his book for I don't know, three, four years uh, and still wouldn't have done anything if we hadn't kind of nudged them along. Yeah. So let's say you got to get your message out to the world or no one's going to hear it. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you. I love what you do. I'm so appreciative of you in my life and my business and now in my daughter's life as she's publishing. I'm so excited about that book. And Molly, you and Daisy are an absolute joy to work with. Like parents are not supposed to have their favorites. Publishers are not supposed to have their favorites either. <laughs> but well, so, thank, hey, you. We love, thank you. We love working with you guys. We it's love always you and your team. Thank you. Thank you. It's mutual. All right, Everett. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully you'll all check out his book. And thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast you can check out www.thecoachingcollective.com for info about the ultimate program for coaches building a business. To find out more about Molly, you can visit www.mollyclaire.com. Thank you.